Thank you for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my partner in crime, my esteemed colleague. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delilah. Phil, happy to be back with you. Look how close these are on our beautiful faces. I love it. Yeah. You know, uh, I got a haircut this week. I got one last week, week last. I said, hey, Owen, too, I need to lo- ditch the hair. Oh, the burrow. We need to change it the Joe up. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah, fresh. I'm ready to go. I'm locked in for this week. I saw a so. meme that was like Joe Burrow after the Bengals' seventh consecutive loss. He just bawled. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, I'm I, locked in. respect Joe Burrow. Of course. For his football playing. In general, ability, but, awesomeness. But his hair mainly. Yeah. We're really big nice. fans of hair on this show. Yeah. And that's why I said I got a cut. I was like, keep it nice and tight. Yep. Not just the hair, but I'm saying the camera. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I said, get it tight. Yeah. So. What, what, what do you get on the sides? A four. Yeah. Blend that's it nice. in. Blend it in. I said, you know how to do it. <laughs> you know exactly what to do. Yeah, you know what to do. Yeah. Then Maybe you get a it. one so for uh, how many wins for we one? want the Broncos to oh, have. Oh, got it. Yeah. After this week. Yeah. That's true. Speaking of great after hair, this. Phil. Ben Swanson's in the Ben Swanson's Let's go. I didn't realize I was part of the nice hair club. Yeah. Well, well I'm kind of like I'm a tryout, tryout basis. Yeah. Honorary. Just, just like the supervisor tryout. It's kind of like, uh, you know, when you give like a commencement speech and they kind of give you a degree. It's like, you, it's not like a real degree. Right. You know what I mean? But they kind of just give you something. Right. Like a doctorate. Like your degree. You get like a doctorate. Yeah. You have an honorary doctorate in like nice hair. Like a CU hair. degree kind of. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that probably just upset a large portion of our yeah, audience. Yeah. I apologize. To, I apologize good. to everyone yeah. but Phil. It was just a big one this week. Coach Prime and those guys uh, handing over to Eugene. Ooh, yeah, that's a big one. One thirty kickoff, Mountain Time. Mountain Time. My Gene, Eugene, our Gene. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew something was coming. Yeah. Eugene, it's too easy. Too easy. You just set it up and you spike it down. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, spice going on there with. Dan Lanning. Oh, I know. Yeah, before the season, talking uh, about Some smack conference realignment. He said, "Who cared if you left yeah. the Pac-12?" So what have they even done? Kind of like uh, Swanson with his podcast. Kind of made it personal. Yeah, it's personal. It's personal. But Dion's it's personal. 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 Dion's kind of taking the high road here, though. He's been good this week. I yeah. think he he's knows just how like, to do he's it. Like yeah, Dan Lanning, great coach. He knows how to do it. But on Friday, they'll tweet out that video of them standing in a circle <laughs> on the field, and we'll see what word they repeat this week. Yeah. He's a master it's at this. Oregon. Yeah. Those I don't kids? think they'll just say Oregon. You don't think so? Not over and okay. over. No. I don't think so. But who knows? It's the center of the college football world right it now. It is. You know, so. Let's go Buffs. We all love buffs. our Buffs. We love our Buffs. We do. We love our Buffs. What college did you go to? Um, we don't talk about yeah. it. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Kind of an honorary CU. situation. Got it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got a nice show today. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that. I don't know if you know this, Eric, but the Broncos are heading down to Miami, their first road trip this season. Uh, coincidentally, it's Miami's first home game this year. Mm. Yeah, it makes you think. Uh, but the Broncos will be facing uh, one of our old friends, Bradley Chubb. Yes. Friend um, of the show. Huh? Friend, friend of the show? Of course, yeah. We love Bradley Chubb. Yep. And then uh, also another friend of ours. Victor. Good old Victor Fangio. We love Vic, too. He's a defensive mastermind. Let's a just mastermind. say it. That's how we put it. 
in the uh, coach's box and in the kitchen. Oh, of course, the meatballs. Those meatballs. Yeah. He's rolling them up here. He's rolling them down there. COVID. Secret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We got we got an insight to all kinds of things. Yeah, let's then, be yeah. clear. That's when we discovered the meatballs. Not there's no COVID <laughs> oh, in the meatballs. That's true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. COVID. We just got an insight in. <laughs> saying COVID. Yeah. Well, everybody remembers that video. That's true. Yeah. From uh, 2020. But it's a secret recipe. 2020. Secret recipe. It is. And also, we've never eaten them. No. But a couple months from now, it'll be Thanksgiving. You and I will be getting mashed potatoes going. We'll have maybe. Uh, some cranberry sauce, some dressing. Yep. He's going to have a side of pasta. That's your lasting memory of Those my, my are relationship right. with Vic Fangio. Yeah, that's the best. When I asked him what his favorite side dish was for Thanksgiving, and he said pasta. That's when it peaked. It, of yep. course, is a very special type of pasta, I think. He went on to explain. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a some sort of family recipe. I think it was a very thin Like a farfalle? No, it was like a some sort of special. I never even heard of it before. Penne? <laughs> Spaghetti, <laughs> linguini. No, you're insulting my ancestors. Right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, maybe uh, he'll be getting that going. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It could be nice with some turkey. Could be nice. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Nice. So the Broncos are going up a lot against of connections, those guys. Not yeah, just those guys. Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel, of course, former uh, ball boy, right? Yeah, he uh, went to my high school. I don't yeah. know if he shoved you in a locker. No, he didn't. You shove him in a locker. He was a similar size probably then too. Maybe even smaller. What about you? Yeah. I was always huge. <laughs> <laughs> I was born like this. Yeah. Yeah. So one and a half normal people size. Yeah. So. He's there. Butch Berry. He's there. Butch Berry. Yep. Eric Studisville. Yeah. The list goes on. Friend, Actually, I don't, friend, know, I don't yeah. think from there it goes on, but. From where we started, it went on. PR, PR guru, uh, Ann Nolan. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yep. She's a former Broncos intern. So there's a lot of crossover. And so I'm sure a lot of those people that you just mentioned had this one circled on the calendar. Mm. When the schedule comes out, when you're celebrating, they're circling. I circle too. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if you recall in my uh, schedule prediction that everyone clicks on, I th- I think I thought that this would be the opener just because I thought it was like a kind of a fun yeah. matchup with the Vic with the Bradley Chubb. Yeah, that that uh, episode of the Neutral Zone, of course, is uh, my homepage. So whenever right. I open up the internet, it starts playing. Yeah. Yeah. Another, not the schedule. The schedule. Yes. Not the yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Not that episode of the Neutral Zone. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Different. Well, actually, two tabs open up, and then it one is both at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So the audio is playing from the Neutral Zone, and I'm reading the the predictions. Sort of what I do every day. I just re- revisit that. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, you thought this was going to be the opener. Yeah, it's I a did. big matchup. It's a, it's a, fun, it's a big fun matchup. Game. It's a big matchup. So we'll talk about the matchup against those guys. Uh, we have an interview with Brandon Johnson. No. He's heading back home. Thanks. The Broncos Swanson. are going you on the road. Have. He, the Broncos are going on the road, but he's going home. Back home? How do you figure that? Makes you think. Makes you think. How many tickets? We'll talk. Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic. Yeah, how many yeah, tickets? People love that yeah. one. I didn't go that far. I wasn't like, tell me how many tickets, but uh, I just said, you got a lot of people coming to the game? He said, yeah. That's basically <laughs> the same question. But then, And then afterward, a lot of the other media jumped in. Oh, they know? jumped in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just, just kind of like, you know, it's like when there's a wounded animal <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> 
you know, yeah. and then I was just minding my business, doing my thing, and then all the other animals it's kind came of like over. A, to... Like a lion hyena situation yes. where they wait their turn until you're done. Correct. Just kind of gnawing Correct. at the. <laughs> That's exactly the what happened. Yeah. Yes. There's a little meat left on the bone. They come over and get it. Yeah. I left them the tickets. Question. They start. They start <laughs> laughing like a hyena. Yeah, circling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I'm done, guys. I'll see you later. Are they more hyenas or needed. vultures? What do you say? Hyena. Okay. Yeah. Do they still got the... So. There's some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> some funniness. So we got that, and then uh, I thought maybe we'd end the show talking a little about uh, Tyreek Hill. Mm. You see any similarities there? Anything that appears in the film where you can make a potential comparison to somebody, I don't know, a Marvin Mims Jr. maybe. Ooh. Yeah, just say, hey, is there some similarities there? Maybe, maybe uh, we're taking things slow here. We're not jumping to conclusions. Yeah, we after don't want to jump to anything, you know. Just <laughs> uh, one good jump performance to conclusions. We don't want to do that. But we'll just say, hey, maybe, maybe is Tyreek a guy that Marvin could watch film on and be like, oh, I could incorporate this into my game? Are there some good uh, crossovers there that maybe they'll take a look at something, you know, and say, hey, these two guys could be uh, similar? Do you think Ben Swanson, like when we get to that? Part of the show would be prepared with their heights, weights, and uh, forty times. Do you yeah, think he'd probably I be think so. prepared yes, he, with he, that? Uh, at we'll that by out. that point in the show, I would think he would be. Two and a half hours from now, he'll, he'll be, be ready. he'll be ready yeah. to go. Yeah, we'll see. Who's a good comparison for like a Ben Swanson? You know, like maybe like a mm, Pablo Picasso. A, yeah, exactly. That's what Monet? I'm saying. A you Van want Gogh? a Monet or a Monet? Monet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would you say? I like Monet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like Show Mo- me the money. I like, yeah, I like money too. <laughs> That's why we're all here, huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is why they pay us the big bucks. Yeah. Uh, after work, Swanson goes out into the parking lot and he says, Van Gogh. <laughs> God, that <terrible>. No? <laughs> Pretty good. I just try I like to keep the, it going. You yeah, know? I, like I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing else, of course. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, no, I, I got nothing else. The, the, uh, my, uh, Maybe my, there's uh, something there with like a Bob Ross, but I mm. I don't know if I can I don't know where it is. There's something in there. Though. Something. Yeah. So how does that sound? That sounds really nice. Okay. Well, before we get to that stuff, uh, Eric, this is an interactive show. Ooh. Tell the people how they could get involved. Well, Phil, there's many ways. You could uh, leave a voicemail at seven zero seven neutral. Play it right here on the air if we feel like it. You can leave an email at neutralzoneshow at gmail dot com. I think our friend. Uh, Tom Magnetti might have done one of those things recently. Ooh. You could uh, tweet at us directly on Twitter, at Eric Delilah with an A, at Phil Milani with a PH, both kind of non-traditional sorts yes. of spellings. Yes. Uh, you could show up at Ben Swanson's home and uh, just kind of wait for him. Yeah. That's one. People have been doing that. He walks out to the car. Boom. Yeah. Get As he's loading the easel in his uh, in his <laughs> van and saying go, then yeah. you, <laughs> you just pop out and you, yeah. you say hello. Yep. Or, Phil, one of our favorite ways, you could go to the Broncos' official YouTube channel, find the little neutral zone. It's the one with our faces. You click on it, you listen to it, you subscribe. Boop, 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 boop. And then you leave a comment, and we'll read it right here on the air right now. Right now. Okay, this one is from uh, Wambo de Jambo. <laughs> Wambo de Jambo. Okay, perfect. Oh, so <laughs> uh, ben wasn't here this week. 
I know he's a bit of a bench warmer, but come on, man. Push for more snaps. Mm. You got to get out on the field. Was this uh, was this from Monday's show? or No, this was from Thursday? last Thursday's show. We keep the Thursdays together. Tired, asking if Drew Sanders will be on the field. Why are asking if Ben, ben Swanson, Swanson will be on the field? A lot of Ben Swanson. That's the way I like it. Uh, this one, uh, I legitimately don't know how to say it, but I think it's a group of bands. A group of bands. Probably. That's probably right. <laughs> That's probably right. I believe this team will turn it around. We can't be giving up penalties like we did against the Raiders. Got to clean some stuff up. Oh, this is before. This the, is before the Washington. But there were also some more penalties uh, <laughs> against Washington. So that is an area of focus for this yeah, team moving forward. Right? They can't be having the penalties. Uh, Barry McCocken, five five nine. Five five nine. Phil and Eric will release Ben from their dungeon as soon as we get our first win. Anything for the win. I escaped. You escaped. <laughs> you got out. You got out. Uh, Dominic Namor Cavazos. He added the Namor now. It used to be just Dominic Cavazos. Of course. He's got a, too many. Maybe there's some imposters some out there. They're like, hey, they keep reading Dominic. I'm just going to put that as my name. Yeah. Uh, he says, something tells me they're not being truthful about Ben. D-line needs to wreak havoc for us to feel better about our squad. I like this just too completely. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Patzer, fifty nine sixty seven. Fifty nine sixty seven. You guys are the best and hilarious. Even Ben Swanson grew on me. You guys are great. There's been a kind of a renaissance here. A renaissance here for Ben Swanson. Ben Swanson part of our renaissance. That's what Aaron is painting. He's a renaissance painter. Yep. Uh, Cindy H three hundred three, Phil. Cindy? I don't. This is Cindy. Cindy. Oh, not not Sid. Cindy. Got it. Who's Cindy? <laughs> what? Phil, I don't have the answer to that. Me. Fact check Ben Swan. Oh no. <laughs> no. No Ben Swan. Fact check Ben Swan. Oh no, he's not here. That's how she wrote it. That was nice. That might have been one of those that's like better to read as opposed yeah. to like hear out like loud. Like Phil says, uh, oh, I don't have the answer to that. Uh, let me get yeah. fact check Ben's. Because he's not, he's not I here. See. Okay. Sad. Sad face. Um, Cousin Vinny 10. Cousin Vinny 10. Love these guys and the show, but half the show, they literally talk about random BS. We're here to talk and hear more about Broncos. BS? That's me. What do you think? Yeah, BS, Ben Swanson. Yeah. And that was the last comment. So, <laughs> you're only, you're not reading the Monday. A group, one from a group after of the bands. A group of bands. We're not reading the Monday. No, we don't so. do the Monday. We don't do the Monday. We want the ones for, that are from before the game. They're the funnier ones. They're the ones. funny ones. They are yeah. Funny. Yeah. See, Monday's show is a little serious. It's yeah. like boom, 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 football, 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 football. Thursday it's a, show. It's a boom boom show. <laughs> it's a boom. Of course, that's the boom boom show. That's when we talk about boom boom. Thursday bang bang. <laughs> Thursday is more of a bang bang sort of situation. Yeah, I, do I, you understand? I, I guess I was just thinking. Well, if you read the comments from the Monday, you could answer some stuff about the game that the fans are asking. 
Oh, we already talked about geez. the game on yeah, Monday. We talked about the last game. <laughs> but maybe, yeah, but maybe they have leftover questions. Okay, Swanson, so yes. we'll keep talking. Yeah. You look and Let see me, if there's anything yeah. good. Yeah. You want to go that's back okay. to the dungeon? That's okay. That's keep talking this Look way. at Monday. Look at yeah. Monday. Yeah, you go back to the dungeon. <laughs> All right, let's get into our first topic here, talking about facing Bradley Chubb. Swanson wants to talk about last week. <laughs> oh, I thought we, that was just a joke. <laughs> no, I, I was also joking. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, facing Bradley Chubb, he has one sack this season. He has a forced fumble this you season. You want to talk about that Rams preseason game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back. Go back. Phil's the one who's reading the old go, comments. Go way back. You want to talk about the Rams game? Yeah. Let's talk about 2020. We had a lot of comments. What, what happened in 2020? He just wants more Ben Swanson stuff. Jeez Louise. Um, Bradley Chubb, a sack, a forced fumble. The Broncos coming off a game where they gave up seven sacks, nine sacks through the first two games. Eric, here's a nice little stat for you. That's the most sacks the Broncos have allowed in two games since 1983 when John Elway was a rookie. Wow. It's so, People want more football? There's a little something uh, there's for some you. Football. There's a little there's a something really for you. a negative football stat. Well, I'll have more coming up that's positive. <laughs> very positive. Very positive. Well, hey, John Elway, it turned out all right, didn't it? That's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it turned out all right. Uh, that was my point, actually. So, uh, And then Vic Fangio, Colin Plays there. Uh, those are just two key figures with the, with the Dolphins. That's a loaded defense, a lot of talent there. It's going to be a tough challenge for the Broncos. I think the thing with Vic Fangio is that, most notably, he doesn't give up the big play. As we saw in Denver, uh, a Vic Fangio defense makes you work slowly down the field, makes you earn every yard, and the, it might bend a little bit. But the the goal is that when you get to the red zone, where Vic's defenses are historically very good, uh, they hold you to three, or yeah. they hold you to nothing. And so that's going to be the challenge for this Denver offense because we saw last week. You know, obviously you had the Marvin Mims touchdown for 60 yards. You had some big plays. It's going to be hard to get those big plays against this Miami defense. But at the same time, you know, I think against a potent offense like the Dolphins, you're going to have to put up some points to stay in this football game. And so you're going to have to take your chances and, and try to attack and maybe force the issue a little bit uh, to stay in this game. And the one thing that uh, is probably concerning is the, the sacks that the Broncos have given up. Um, if you look Danny Kelly, Phil, for the ringer, he did an article oh, yeah. that just came out about Russ Ooh. and basically said that for as much criticism as Russ is still receiving nationally, if you look at his numbers, the start to this season looks exactly how his Seattle career looked. Yeah, he uh, this last game he threw for more than 300 yards and three touchdowns for the first time since 2020. Right, and if you look at his yards per attempt and his yards per game and the touchdown interception ratio, five to one, and all that sort of thing, he is—he looks like he's he did back in Seattle. Um, you know, even if you take out the hail mary, still on pace for thirty-four touchdowns, that sort of thing. Like he's playing yeah. well. The one thing that's up a little bit is his Sex. sack rate. Yep. And um, no, I'm not gonna say based on one game because against the Raiders, obviously they played they. Def they uh, protected pretty well. Yeah. Only two sacks. Yeah. I think you live with that. You live with two. You know, two sacks a game for over the season. Not, it's not great, no. but it's not terrible. Um, obviously, probably good seven. Washington front. Yeah, that's probably the best front you're going to play all, re all yep. year, right? And so Jets pretty good too, but yep. I'm not ready. Yeah, that's true. I'm not ready to say that um, he's he's going to get sacked 60 times yes. this year, but certainly something as you go to Miami, you've got to be aware of. You've got to keep them clean because even away from 
the sacks that he took, he took a lot of other hits too. And you got to keep Russ healthy. Yeah, I think you look at last year, 55 sacks. That was the most in his career. Then now you come back through two weeks, nine. You know, it's uh, just something you want to keep an eye on. I was doing some R work Mm. in the locker room uh, yesterday, Eric, on Wednesday, talking to Mike McGlinchey. I was like, hey, there's some new pieces to this offensive line. When you have a quarterback like Russ, he likes to move around. He likes to get out of the pocket a little bit. Does it take time for the offensive line to kind of know what that timer is like in your head for blocking? You know, because I think when you're blocking, you block, block, block. And then at a certain point, you just say you got to stop. Otherwise, you're going to hold. You know, you can't block forever. And he was like, no, he was like, I think we got a good feel with Russ. He And that chemistry is already there. And he said, if anything, Russ moving around and stuff helps us, you know, with him, him buying more time and, and everything. So he didn't think there was any sort of a, a, you know, disconnect between the offensive line and Russ. So uh, I thought that was sort of an interesting point for Mike, just saying, look, we just got to be a little bit better as a unit. Yeah. the uh, and, and that's going to be part of it, right, is the – ability to protect Russ, avoid those negative plays. You got to avoid some of these offensive penalties. Um, the Broncos right now, when you look at some of the advanced stats, right, like touchdown rate, the Broncos are first in the NFL first in, in the terms NFL. of yeah. the number of drives that ends in, in touchdowns. They're, uh, I think, I think they're the top in the league in points per drive. Those are, are good things, obviously, but you've got to find a way to not be so boom or bust maybe where, you know, obviously the Broncos were great, in that first quarter and a half against the commanders. And then they went, I think five of six drives without scoring. You've got to find a way to spread that out a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, have some more consistency, some sustained drives. They haven't had a lot of three and outs, which is good because you're going to have to keep the defense off the field here in Miami, give them a chance to rest. You get into a situation, Phil, where you go three and out and even a couple times and you let this Miami offense just kind of run its course. It's going to be tough to, to win the yeah. football game. The offense, I think, would be well served to play closer to maybe a Raiders style where you slow the game down a little bit, um, you know, shorten the game, lower the number of possessions, and you got to be efficient, right? If you do that, you can't punt the ball too many times. You can't settle for field goals. But that's the closer to like a New England, to what New England did this last week where... Against Miami. Right, where they, uh, they were in it. Till the very end because it kind of slowed the game down low made some plays yeah um gonna be hard to uh to kind of beat these guys in a shootout i would imagine just based on how yeah. effective they've been yeah but it, it could turn into that you know yeah. the broncos uh they've got some um you know guys on the back end of this defense that are um haven't played a lot of football i guess is the way you could say that and uh they're gonna be stressed this week you know facing uh certainly tyreek hill but then possibly even uh, Jalen Waddle if he comes off of uh, the concussion. So it's a big test uh, this week, I think. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about on Broncos weekend, Eric, mm. coming up, uh, you can catch that right here on the YouTube channel Saturday mornings. A.M. 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 That's the morning. Nice. That's the morning, morning time. It is. What does AM stand for? I forget. I always forget. Swanson. That's like something I'm always like, oh, I kind of know that. I look it up every once in a while, and then I forget. Anyway, we're talking about how one bad play, you know, can't linger, you know, for this Broncos offense, you know, because in that first half, first quarter and a half, really, they were rolling. We were seeing probably, as Russell Wilson put it, he was like, "That's, that's the best that we've played as a collective unit, like since he's been here. 
I would agree. I mean, they were rolling. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, if they they can't let like a turnover, you know, just sort of spoil that momentum and that, you know, you got to have some resiliency, I think. And, uh, you know, I think if the Broncos are able to like overcome some of those things and, and be able to put it together for a full game, that's just going to be more touchdowns, Eric. That's true. That's if you think about that's it. That's true. You know, if you if you just think, you know, you talk about the touchdowns per drive. Let's just get more drives. Touchdowns per game. Yeah, a lot of touchdowns per game. You want to lead the league in points that per one. game. Points per game. That's what you want to lead. Lead it. I do think this offense, if it does become a shootout, they have the ability to to keep up and, they and can score do a lot of points. We've seen the explosiveness. We've we've seen how efficient they can be. That they've done it in a couple of different ways. This is a good offense. I mean, I know that yeah. week one only scored 16 points, but it was weird kind of a kind of game. weird game. I think last week it showed what this team can do in bursts. Now you've got to find a way to, to do it more uh, consistently. But So that's kind of the exciting thing is that this is a good Dolphins team. You're going on the road. You imagine it's going to be a really hard game. Hot, you, hot. Hot. Heat is heat. Heat is heat. When you have an offense that can score points and score quickly, you're going to be in a lot of games, yep. right? And uh, so even if you fall behind, you know, previously, gosh, dating back to maybe like 2017, even 16, maybe even 15, Harder to get bounced back in. If you fall down by 10, you don't feel great about your ability to, to come back. It's a grind. This offense, I feel like, as we saw against Washington, they you can, get, do it. They you can, can do get down, you can be down late and... 50 yards, still, one play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom, touchdown. You have the ability to, to, to get back in it. So um, I would imagine it'll be a game of runs, certainly against that offense, even if you go up a touchdown, 10 points, you know, 14 points. You can't feel safe, I don't think, against that team. I mean, no, they haven't done it as long or as um, successfully as Kansas City, but you you kind of feel... They can be like Comp- that. Yeah, when they're rolling, they have an offense that, that is as good as any. And so yeah. it could be a, a track meet yeah. this weekend. Yeah, there's there's definitely, as an offense, you're going to be watching what the other offense is doing, you know, and, and that's going to dictate, you know, the flow of the game. So you, you kind of got to be aware of that. Yeah, do you have to be, if you're Sean Payton, you have to be more aggressive on fourth down and say, yeah. hey, it's fourth and five from uh, – the Miami 40, you know, do you say, Hey, we got to go for this here. Yeah. Do you have to steal a possession somehow? Yeah. Um, and you know, Phil, I know a lot of people are skeptical about the Broncos chances in this one, especially You're externally, not, but a lot of people are, yeah, I'm not saying that no, externally, no, no. but some people may be out if, there. If you look at like the ESPN, Oh, the predictions, the predictions, I don't think there's going to be a lot, a lot of horse heads. Got it. But this, this feels like a, you know, remember a couple of years ago, the, up. the, Broncos went down to Dallas and they were nobody thought they were going to win explosive <laughs> yep. offense. Yep. And they just Teddy Teddy B and the boys. Yep. Timmy P. Timmy P. They uh, had a big upset. Yeah. Um obviously the Broncos this could be are, that. are touchdown uh underdogs. L's and D's. L's and D's. Head down there. They're a D this week. Yep. Anything can happen in an NFL game. That is true. And uh with an offense that is uh, has the ability to to score quickly i think you're going to find that even games that maybe uh you're not feeling super optimistic about the Broncos are still going to have a a chance to to get a win yeah and you'll be you'll feel like that and i think anytime with sean payton you know he he can dial this thing up you know he's got a little thing i don't know if you've seen it like on the sideline it's like on his play sheet yep you just turn the dial the plays change and it's like 
now kind of like we're a Harry talking. Potter type I of thing. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, last point on the Broncos offense uh, facing Miami here. A lot of people talking about running the football. How have you seen them use this trio? You know, um, it seems like to start games, certainly it's been a lot of Javante. Uh, they got the touchdown from Jaleel McLaughlin, his first career touchdown there. And then it seems like as the game goes on, it's a lot more Samaje. Uh, you agree with that? Is that what you've seen? And you think, is that something that uh, they'll be doing moving forward? Yeah, I don't, I agree with your assessment just like observationally. I, I'm not sure that I think that that, there's like it's a reason a, for that. It's, it's just, just a sort small of sample yeah. size Two. at this point. Um, and obviously you don't, you only get so many opportunities. 17. So they all matter. 17. But um, I'm not, I'm not sure that, you know, Sean Payton was asked about that, especially the run game in the second half. He's had a lot of different things kind of dictate that when you run the ball. Um, certainly the Broncos, I think, would be would uh, would benefit from from having getting a little more from Javante in second halves. But uh, it doesn't it's hard to say after two games that it's like, oh, Javante's definitely going to be the guy in the first half. And then you lean on some Ajay late. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying that that's just been like uh, something we've seen over for the first two games, you know, and if you read the comments, which this shows a lot about comments, you know, but if yep. you read from different platforms, you know, and I think it's understandable. Fans get excited when you see Jaleel, when he touches the ball, boom, you know, there's like an explosive thing there. Maybe you're wondering, Hey, why don't we see a little more of Jaleel? But you got three really good running backs. It seems like for the Broncos here. So yeah, if you're giving the ball to Jaleel, you got to take it away from Javante or yep. Samaje. And um, I'm sure, especially when a guy's a rookie, when they're young, when they're, just uh, getting started, you've got to have a set of plays that they're really yeah, good at and they good. know what they're, yep. they're doing. Because um, we saw in week one, Broncos had a couple of play designs for Jaleel McLaughlin, and neither one of them worked very well. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, in week two, his, his carry worked out much better. So you've got to – listen, if you're giving the ball to, to Jaleel, you don't give it to Javante, and then people are like, why isn't Javante getting the <laughs> yeah, ball? Exactly. If you throw it to – to Marvin a couple of times and it works, people are going to be like, just keep throwing it to Marvin that yeah, Jerry exactly. Judy doesn't get the ball, you know, or Cortland Sutton. And so just throw it to all of them. Sometimes yeah, exactly. I think like that too. Yeah. Even. Yeah. You know? I'm like, huh? Like Marvin 60 yard touchdown. Do it again. Let's do that. Let's yeah. keep doing that. Yeah. You're like, do the same, same play. Same one. Same one. Same That's play. short verbiage. Same, same <laughs> again, again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boom. No wristband required. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, one of those guys who uh, had a nice touch, hit two touchdowns, really, if you think about it. That's for fact one. check. True. <laughs> yeah. You had one uh, early had in the game. One. And then later in the game, you had a nice uh, Hail Mary catch. Put that on the resume because you don't get a lot of them. Hail Mary touchdown catch. Well, I mean, if it works, might as well keep doing it. Keep keep doing it. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Brandon Johnson. I had a chance to uh, catch up with him in the Broncos locker room this week, and here is that interview. All right, Brandon, you're heading home this uh, weekend to face the Dolphins. Uh, excited to play uh, back where you're from? Yeah, I'm definitely excited, man. It's been a dream of mine to you know, play in that stadium you know, in some capacity. Uh, so... It's definitely exciting. Uh, you got to buy a lot of tickets, or what do you do there? How, how many people are coming to the game? A lot, man, a lot. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out myself, man. All the tickets I got to take care of, and, you know, so that's a, it's, it's kind of wild, but it's, it's all good. It's all in good fun. Uh, you grow up a Dolphins fan down there? Uh, yeah, I did grow up a Dolphins fan. I did grow up a Dolphins fan, so it'll be, it'll be cool to, you know, be out there playing against them, yeah. 
So uh, you're coming off uh, the best game of your career, man. Like, uh, uh, first of all, take us through that Hail Mary. Uh, you know, uh, what did it feel like when that ball bounced up in the air? Oh, it was awesome, man. When I saw it, when I saw it actually bounce, I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> go get it. You know, and I, I was able to pull it in. So, yeah, it was great. You know, we saw during training camp and, you know, uh, early this year, you guys have worked on those types of situations a lot in practice. Uh, obviously, it paid off then. I mean, is that something that you guys had worked on? Yeah, definitely. Uh, coach doesn't do anything by accident. And um, coach definitely, you know, schemed that up uh, as far as, you know, like where we're supposed to be at on the field. Like Everything is intentional. So it definitely wasn't an accident. And, um, yeah, I was glad it was able to work out. Where do you feel like you are too? Because you had uh, an earlier earlier touchdown in the game and stuff. Where are you at right now? You feel like you're just rolling now at this point, even though you're young. Uh, yeah, exactly that. I mean, not really focused too much on you know what happened or the future. Just kind of trying to take it day by day and uh, uh, just controlling what I can control and contributing the way I can contribute to this team. This week, obviously, you guys are going to have to put up a lot of points going up against the Dolphins, huh? Uh, I believe so. But I mean, at the same time. Our defense will be prepared. They know what they're doing. Um, and we're going to do our best on offense to put up the points necessary. You know, a lot of people looking at these first two games, a lot of success in the first half. Then it sort of tails off in the second half. What is it going to take for you guys to be able to play that complete game? Uh, just exactly that. I mean, just consistency. Uh, we, 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 we're, we're dialing it up. I, I believe we're going we're gonna to really turn it around this week. All right, Brandon, I appreciate your time. And uh, have fun back home, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Listen up, Denver Broncos fans. Paramount Plus is your streaming home to catch every local NFL on CBS game this season. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream Russell Wilson and the boys as they battle the league's best. Plus, get an all-access pass to 24-7 NFL content with CBS Sports HQ, Fantasy Football Today, NFL Slime Time, and more. And this year, Paramount Plus is your streaming destination for Super Bowl 58. Another action-packed Broncos season with the NFL on CBS awaits. So stream Paramount Plus from any device all season long. Our thanks to uh, Brandon Johnson for uh, spending some time uh, chatting there. Of course, Brandon's father. From Iowa? Not Brandon from Iowa. Oh, That's okay. a different NZ. one. This is Brandon Johnson, Broncos, okay, sorry. Broncos uh, wide receiver. I was listening. Uh, his dad, of course, is a uh, former MLB player. That's right. We didn't get into it uh, on that interview, but uh, he went on to talk about how he used to hang out in the clubhouse. Why didn't you get into it in that interview? I told you it was like hyenas. Oh, God. You know, it was like... Yeah. It was is like, a lion afraid of some hyenas? Not afraid, Eric. It was just uh, saying, you know what? I'm sort of the Symbiosis. king of the jungle here. And, uh, you know, when I eat, everybody, I want everybody to be able to everybody eat. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. And so I had to leave a little. Yeah, that's fair. I, I already explained this. You're like, Brandon, I'm going to ask you about the locker room, but Being in the locker room? Yeah, but I won't, but yeah. uh, I'll let these guys do it. You mean the clubhouse? It's all kind of the same thing, right? Ooh, I don't know. There might be some people listening who are like, a clubhouse is not a locker room. For some reason, baseball has very specific terms. It's a manager, not a coach. It's a clubhouse. It's not a locker room. What do you think about it's these things? It's boring. It's not exciting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do like the pitch clock. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because it makes the baseball end faster. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, you know, it would be nice People if baseball. People like, it's great that this is done sooner. I do think uh, seven innings could be nice. Yeah. You know.
uh, not many sports have it where in the seventh inning you gotta be like, get up and stretch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's part of the tradition. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, You're like, here, you want to be excited? You keep score for yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You listen to the game on the radio in your yeah. seat. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the culture. A lot of people like that. That's true. A lot of people like it. I like to yeah. show up to a baseball game like in the third inning and then leave in the seventh inning. Just oh, get a, really? Just get a few nice innings. You do a hot dog? Yeah, you do a, maybe you do a bevy, maybe you do a, uh, a pretzel or something, and then you say, that's enough baseball. What goes on the hot dog? What goes on it? Oh, what goes I, on your hot dog? I like to do some uh, some ketchup, of course. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, as a Chicago native, that's kind of You got to do ketchup. Yeah. Oh, you do the no, ketchup. In, in Chicago, they don't do ketchup. Okay, you got it. You do the pickle. I like ketchup and a little bit of uh, onion. Oh, really? Like a, Those two. Onion. That's it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Swanson, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Uh, ketchup and mustard. Oh, okay. I do a mustard and a little relish. Some onion. I do like some onion. You did the in there. same number of toppings as me, and you're like, huh? I don't know. You just ketchup gotta. I do like a Chicago dog. You know, like fully loaded like that. But yeah. it could be tricky at a ball game. It's a little too much. I would much rather have a brat than mm-hmm. a hot dog. I'm not a huge yes, hot dog fan. Yes, of course. Fan. No, of course. Yeah. If there's the option, Elevated. you can try. And, yeah. Like a nice Italian a sausage. It's kind of like saying, like, I'd rather have a steak. You know, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The bratwurst to a hot dog, that's like... But all I have is this can of Spam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. A brat is significantly better. No doubt about it. What do you think about at a baseball What podcast are we recording? You do the peanuts? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like a baseball game, they're just like, throw your trash on the ground. Yeah, yeah, there is something like... People are spitting seeds yeah, exactly. and, you know, there's kind of shells disgusting. of peanuts and everywhere. Flip-flops are a hard uh, they're, decision to they're go. Keeping, they're keeping yeah, score for themselves. They're trying <laughs> to get seats. out of here as soon as possible, and they're just spitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, perfect, America's pastime. <laughs> Let me sign up to do, do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's do it 162 times. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just alienated Where a huge portion. Am I? <laughs> yeah, huge portion. I think if you're listening to the neutral zone, you're probably not a huge baseball fan. That's probably true. That's probably true. Swanson, so you got the AM? Yes, I do. What a callback. Uh, it's from Latin. Of course. Of course it is. Anti-meridium. Yeah, I think I pronounced that right. I think so. Yeah. And so what AD is- means anodomini, right? I think so. Oh. It's on a different Wikipedia page. I was just showing you that I knew something. It's on a different Wikipedia page. What was that so. college again? Go <laughs> <Skull> Buffs? <laughs> and nice. Then, and, and then, any then, good then, comments then, for Monday? <laughs> oh, he doesn't have them. Okay, okay. Well, we're moving on. Uh, our final topic uh, on this week's show. Really the second best one. Well, would you say the interview was a second topic or no? Because some people might oh, say that was I a second. Say it's a topic. Not a topic. Okay, fine. The, maybe the baseball was, <laughs> was, a, was a second topic. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Marvin Mims Jr. He had a coming out party. You know, you saw, okay, this is understandable for the Broncos to move up trade up into the second round and select the Oklahoma product. Well, if you were on a highway, mm-hmm. would you would you say watching him is like like a busy highway or like an open highway? I would say it would be like kind of like the weekend. Ooh. Not like this morning. You know, a lot no. of traffic. If you do it There's, on the weekend. Was there a lot of traffic this morning? At 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. And on my way in. Yeah, of course. There was, it was kind of empty. Uh, confused, though, because weren't you already here? I just went to pick up my dry cleaning. Oh, they op- oh yeah, they yeah. Open what is it? For Thursday, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. They That's open right, specially yeah, yeah. for me. 
Got it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> at 2.30. At 2.30? Yeah. So you do the dentist, and the then de- you go yeah, to the... morning dentist, and then dry cleaning, back to work. Back to work. Marvin Mims style. Makes, it makes sense. Driving on the weekend, what's wide open? Wide, wide open. Open. And, um, you know, I look across uh, on the other uh, uh, team here with the Dolphins, and there's a guy named Tyreek Hill. Mm. Three touchdowns this season, 255 yards. He's, uh, he's balling out already. Going to be a big test for this Broncos secondary. But I was wondering, you see any comparisons between Mr. Mims and Mr. Hill? Well, I mean, listen, Tyreek Hill is an incredible He's player. established. He's, I mean, obviously, Mims is a rookie. He's a future Hall of Famer, right? We call them Hoffs. He's a future Hoff. I, I think that it's unfair <laughs> to, to Marvin to compare him to Tyreek just because Tyreek does so many things well. And in addition to his speed... He's tough, great blocker, um, good football IQ, all those sorts of things. From a purely speed standpoint and maybe early Tyreek, like his the first couple of years, like when he was returning punts and uh, more of that just deep ball type guy, maybe there's some similarities there just in terms of what speed can do for an offense. I think Marvin, listen, Phil, speed only matters if – you catch the ball at the end, right? And exactly. if you consistently challenge the defense, that was what I was most impressed about. The first one, the 60-yarder, I think I think it was a pretty easy... Right in the bucket. Um, you know, pitch and catch there. But the second one, down the sideline, you got a defender there. Yeah. A little more um, degree of di- difficulty there. And for him to haul that in, then show off the the speed on the 45-yard punt return. Yeah. That was impressive. And the Broncos have had fast guys on this roster the last few years. Yeah. Uh, an Isaiah McKenzie, Montreal Washington, a KJ Hamler. Um, those guys were fast and at times made an impact. But I think that you still have to consistently challenge a defense yeah. and do enough that they respect you, right? Oh, yeah. Like, if you, if you just run down the field and you never get the ball, not going to make a big difference. But if the Dolphins look and Vic Fangio looks at Marvin Mims as a threat based on what he did last week, which I would think they should, yeah, you're going to say, okay, we got to back up a little bit. Yeah. We got to show him some more respect. Um, maybe that allows the running game to get going. And he becomes a guy that you might have to start game planning against. And that's where maybe there's a similarity to Tyreek. I do think Marvin has the size, like he, Obviously, Marvin's bigger than a KJ, for example. And Tyreek, for as fast as he is, is still strong. A strong, like upper body wise, big dude. Yep. Um, so, so, what are their heights and weight yeah. comps? Tyreek is five foot ten, one hundred eighty five pounds, and Marvin solid. is solid. He's solid, dude. Yeah, Marvin is five foot eleven, one hundred eighty two pounds. Mm. Similar. Very 40 similar. Speeds. You got him or no? Yeah, Tyreek didn't do the combine, so we just have a pro day. Too fast. Uh, His pro day apparently, (laughs) I was not there. Uh, 4.29 seconds. Hmm? 4.29? So, and Marvin was an official 4.38 at the combine. Oh. I would say the thing with Marvin that Sean mentioned when they drafted him is that he doesn't necessarily have like the – the time speed, but does have football speed, football speed, and game speed, and that four three eight is still it's still fast. Yeah, but like some guys, like a John Ross, for example, yeah. that guy track speed ran like a four two, right? Track speed, 
but then you put the pads on, it doesn't pan out. Marvin with the pads on, he plays football fast and it's, uh, he gets going. He's got good hands too. Yeah. Yeah. Off the line Mm -hmm. there. I'm not sure you were like, oh, he's going to burn this guy for a touchdown. But then you look up and it's like, oh, wow, he's five yards in front of him. Yeah. And I think that if you're a defender and you're backpedaling and you're waiting for a guy to get to you, they're used to flipping their hips and running with the guy and you feel like you can catch up with them. Some Some guys guys have that gear where you've got to either start further back or you've got to flip your hips earlier and run, which then, um, you know, leaves you susceptible to a comeback route. Yep. Marvin showed the ability to, to get space on two kind of distinct play calls and give the Broncos two big plays. I think there was some sort of stat. He was like the only Bronco in the past, however long, to have two receptions of 50 yards in a game. Mm. I know that he's the first rookie wide receiver for the Broncos to have 100 yards plus since Jerry Judy in 2020. Right. So that's another little stat. I got a lot of stats today. They haven't really had a rookie the last couple of years. I would like it's a that, stat. Right? It's a sort of a stat. Yeah, that's, like it, that's it is, true. It's something that's true. I think no Broncos <laughs> cornerback drafted in the top ten has had as many picks as Pat Sertan since twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's true. It's a, it's a stat. Uh, look, it's a stat. It's what you come Numbers here don't for. Lie. They do not lie. But I'll say Sean Payton was asked about Tyree Kill this week, and he was very complimentary. Effusive. He was. I think that there were, he brought up two things that he said that he doesn't hear a lot of people talk about with uh, Tyreek. And uh, that was, uh, like, his stamina. Yep. You know, like, he, he said that, like, Tyreek will just, like, run down the field, come right back to the huddle, play after play after play after play. You know, people just talk about his speed, you know, but he said his stamina. And then also his football knowledge. You know, just the leveraging the defense, knowing how to, like, just get open in space or understanding what his role is on a play. Like, if he's a clear-out guy, you know, like, you got to respect Tyreek enough. to. So his football knowledge and his stamina. Then there was a follow-up question about his strength, and he was like, look, if you look at the tape, he had a crack-back block, and uh, he just took a, a linebacker who was 250 pounds out of the play. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I mean, he's a, a tremendous player, and if Marvin Mims can get to that point, that would be uh, a great find for the Broncos. I think the thing about Hill that made him stand out early in his career was the way Andy Reid was using him. I mean, he he put him in all kinds of different scenarios where he was able to make these big game-changing plays, and I think that Marvin Mims could potentially do something like that for Sean where you're like, let's do this with him. Let's try this with him. Let's do this. You know, and he's returning punts. You know, like there's a lot of different ways that Mims can make an impact on a game. Right. Well, and you think week one the Broncos didn't hit on it, but there was that play where Mims is hidden in the backfield and kind of leaks out and yeah, could that have had a walk-in a, touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that's the sort of thing that uh, again, like you said, Andy Reid using Tyree Kill. There's a lot of different ways to use him. You know, you were used to in Kansas City, um, and obviously I saw him there a lot more than I've seen him in Miami, but when Mahomes would extend plays, Tyreek is oh. just so good at finding the the spot in the defense and kind of working his way back to the quarterback, just like Kelsey is because Tua gets rid of the ball Quicker. so quickly. Um, I wonder kind of if that's, I would imagine that's not as big of a part of his game now, yep. um, but still the speed, um, the intermediate routes, those guys, 
feels like you've got them on a third and eight and then you're going to be off the field and then boom, they make a big play and they can do it at any moment. So you can't let yourself get lulled into this false sense of security. Um, yeah, he's a good, uh, good there's no security player. out there when you're with him. No, but I would imagine that Mims watches a lot of Tyreek Hill, uh, film. Sertan, uh, did a pretty nice job against Tyreek in the one time they've played. Yeah. That's an interesting matchup for Sertan, right? Like uh, Sertan, a bigger Big defensive back. Obviously very fast. He's smooth, man. I think he held him to two catches for 22 yards or something like that. He had an interception too, right? That yeah. Game? yeah. I think that when uh, Pat is out there, he's deceptively fast. Like it doesn't look like he's moving that fast. Like remember that pick six against this Herbert? panic, yeah. When he picked it, he's just he, his uh, stride is so smooth. It helped that there was cooking. no one uh, near him. He was going fast, but he didn't look like he was going that fast. Is what I'm saying. When Tyreek's running, you're like, man, he's cooking. That's but true. when Pat's going, it's just like he's, gl- he's like, floating, zoom, 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 zoom. floats on the grass. <laughs> That's true. You know. Now the problem with the Dolphins is that um, they also have Jalen Waddle. Yeah, who is of course uh, good friends with Pat's Mr. PS2. Pat said there'd be a little trash talk. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh, because Pat doesn't really trash talk too much. No, but that's his, that's his roommate. Yeah. That's his friend. You got to. Al. You got to. Maybe it's everything. I don't know. Really? I don't know. You think they do a podcast together or no? Um, I don't think so. I don't think Jalen Waddle goes to that To the bar? bar? No, I don't think so. He's not at the bar ever. Huh? I don't think so. Tuesdays, right? Is that what they do? Wad- well, Waddle Wednesdays. W. Well, Wednesdays, Jalen Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they do. Some, I think it's I confusing. forget how they do. I forget how they do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, anything else on the, these two guys? No, I don't think so. Okay. Should we uh, get to shout outs? Let's do it. Eric, of course, shout outs to uh, shout out to Liz Gerald. Yeah. A lot of good work in the community. Uh, always going. It really never stops. Uh, any other shout outs that you'd like to? Uh, we shouted them out anybody? earlier, but shout out to uh, our Colorado Buffaloes. Coach Prime. 3 and 0. Yeah, now it's good for four and zero. Oh. TCU is a big one on the road. You know, come back home, you beat two rivals. But now the level of play is uh, th- this Oregon team is going to be the best team they've played so far. So you know the best thing about you think they're better than the TCU? Yeah. Uh, you know the best thing about being three and zero, oh, Phil. Uh, the best thing about it? Yeah. Oh, what is that? It's a chance to get to four and zero. Oh. oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You have the chance. Well, uh, sometimes some people say, what's better than being 3-0? 4-0. That's not what I some said. That's not what I said. I don't say that. I say what you say. You're right. What's the best part about being 3-0? You right. have the opportunity to continue on. 4-0. Four four yeah. 4-0. Yeah. Coach Prime, he's got those guys rolling. Yeah. If uh, mm. they win this weekend, Phil. The Buffs? Probably top 10, right? Oh. If you go to Oregon and you win... Probably be 10th and you know, I mean, they went down one spot in the rankings this week. They're I think 18, they're, right? I think they're 18 now. Yeah. You would got to think they'd 19, get a big 19. jump. Big jump if you win. If you a go road on the road to Hudson. That's a tough place to top play. Top 10 Oregon victory on the road. Like yeah. Do you think CU fans will find a way to storm the field in <laughs> Eugene? <laughs> Do you think Lil Wayne will be there? Maybe. I don't know. The Rock? Gosh. I don't know. I'm not sure if, if they uh, beat. Uh, Oregon, uh, Barack Obama might be at the USC game. Right? Really? Just like that. Oh, <laughs> I feel wow. like that's where that's the biggest name. <laughs> yeah. You just, yeah, you drop that and boom. Yeah. That is true. You can call him up. Yeah. Yeah. You think, he, you think Coach Prime has uh, President Obama's 
I would number. think so. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, he's a fan of sport. He is, of course. Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah. Maybe if he's in the locker room. If we have an alienated people going political, <laughs> probably just... Maybe he's handing out game balls. Yeah. 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 Pre-game That's speech. True. Pre-game speech? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't rule anything out, right? You can't. No. I mean, anything is possible. When The Rock shut up, I was like, what is <laughs> yeah. going on? Yeah. I was like, this is insane. Apparently, he made like Was, has millions on those uh, glasses. Gonna be no, there yeah, that's true. Yeah, he waits until yeah. the maybe, well, that, maybe not President be, Obama. Maybe Drake. Drake. Wow. Taylor Swift might be there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, just Taylor let's Swift go crazy. Yeah. 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 When are you going to do the pregame speech? Tom Cruise. He doesn't call me. Tom you get Cruise. Tom Cruise out yeah. there. You know how I feel about Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise. <laughs> he needs to get Tom Cruise. Let's just say that. George Clooney in the, in yeah, the locker room wearing the shades. Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tom Cruise could just jump out of an airplane right into the locker room. Yeah. That'd be cool. A few times. They, they just open the locker room. Yeah. Be the like, ceiling. They open up the ceiling and he's right in. Because for CU, uh, beating USC kind of feels like Mission Impossible, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I thought that you were on my side. But I'm I just saying not. it's never it happened not. before. Right? Our buffs. It's never our happened. buffs. It's never yeah. happened before. Um, Swanson, you have a shout out or anything? Like, you know, Van, Van Gogh. Mac Brown. Oh. Yeah, for our heels. Friend of the program. He is a friend of the program. He is a friend I will of say the that. Program. I will say that. Mac Brown is a He's got him sitting at 3 0. That's true. You think Mac Brown gave Sam Howell a call after the game? Uh, Howell? Howell. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. All right. Anything else to get to? I don't here? think so. Yeah. Light on the shout outs this week. That's true. Light shout out Wiz Jones. Oh, we already how did about, that. Um, Do you listen? And how about a, oh a guy? For you guys, uh, how about a shout out to the early road trip out to uh, Miami? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. I liked how uh, Sean was like, oh, are we leaving on Friday? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody knows yeah. who's making that trip because they're making their plans. You're gonna, famously, you're going to be uh, out on South Beach. Famously. Everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody knows that. I of course spent six months in Miami right before I came to Denver. Yeah, back in the day, it's kind of like your hanging out with my guy. Uh, hanging out with my guy D Wade. Oh yeah, Shaq. Uh, uh, Shaq was not there when I was he there. Was like, oh god, Chris Bosh, I think was still there. Chris Bosh, Birdman, Pat Riley. Oh. Pat Riley. Um, they took that L in the finals this year. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out Jokic. <laughs> what was the little guy from Tennessee? Josh Richardson? I don't know. He Who? was there? Who? I don't know. I don't know. I don't nice know guy. One. Yeah. Oh, nice. Amari Stoudemire was on that team. Oh. Wow. Wow. Goran Dragic? That's my guy. Okay. <laughs> um, so are you, what, uh, what's a suit going to look like uh, for Sunday? Linen. You know I mean? Linen. Yeah. Bow tie. Pink? Any uh, pink I think uh, just shirt? Like a nice, maybe? like a light, light, like cream. Teal. Maybe. Oh, got it. Teal. Yeah. That's a dolphin shirt. Color. I'm saying. Oh yeah. Oh. Maybe don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Pink maybe then. Shirt color. I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Maybe like a light orange. There you go. White linen suit. Cream. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. White linen suit. Yeah. Orange shirt. <laughs> orange shirt. Nice. Yeah. You Mercy. jump across the hood of a car. You slide. Exactly. Right out, yeah. That one is hot out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be nice. Yeah, that's yeah, what people sound see. like in my <laughs> yeah, That's not I what know, they say. Deep south. But when yeah. you're wearing the linen, you have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. How many buttons do you do? Oh, none. Any? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't do any buttons. One right above the belly button, I think. That's all you do. I think that's all you do. Yeah, oh, that's what goodness. you do. 
We're looking forward to the report on the postgame show. <laughs> we'll, we'll work out on it. Like, Eric, oh my God. <laughs> the numbers. The numbers will be amazing. Just people yeah, tuning in. Like this spiked right at this point? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Big one for the for the Broncos. Big one. Big one for the Broncos. Could turn the whole could turn the whole narrative. You get one around. here. You just you're right back in. Everything's it. yeah. Everything will be different. So uh, that's going to do it for us. For Ben Swanson, Eric Dalala, I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to the, the Neutral, Neutral Zone.